We're back on Show Me Today. About a year ago, a wildfire wiped out half the buildings in a small community in mid-Missouri. Teacher and writer Tim Shear has reconstructed the events in a new book and explains to Ashley Bird what the entire state can learn from this event. This is my own project, but I work at Father Tolton Catholic High School. And when I saw what happened down there, I decided that we should organize some sort of uh, effort to help the people down there. So we went and volunteered with students down there uh, the Monday before Thanksgiving and then in between Christmas and New Year's. And I'd written four books prior. So when we were down there, I got to meet a few of the people involved with the fire. And I heard all these stories about things that happened down there. And a couple, you know, maybe like a week or week or two later, it popped up in my brain. You know, this would be a great book. So that's how I got into it. Now, I thought this was going to be a 150 page book about, uh, you know, firefighters rescuing people and things like that. And the more I got into it, the deeper it went. And so I ended up with 350 pages, 350 pages on that one night event. That is amazing. Well, it's it covers actually uh, the rise of Wooldridge um, and the decline of Wooldridge and then the fire and then the aftermath. So I tracked down most of the families involved with it, uh, all the ones that were available to talk or were willing to talk. And the firefighters, first responders, state officials, um, volunteers, um, you know, if anybody had a story, I'd probably talk to them. And having covered this myself, um, the rest of the state paid attention to this, too, because it was a wildfire. What did this incident teach the rest of Missouri that you that you want to teach the rest of Missouri through this book? Well, I, I think the the story of the fire itself is, um, you know, it was just perfect conditions for a wildfire. Uh, combine fire is what supposedly has caused it. And, uh, you know, pay attention to red flag warnings, things like that. The thing that people are going to walk away from with this book is going to be how all those mechanisms behind the scenes can spin up and work in response to this. This was the largest fire mutual aid response incident in the history of the state. Wow. 63 departments, 161 firefighters. And they were mobilized pretty quickly. Um, yeah, there there were really two shifts, if you want to call them that. Uh, the very first shift were the local mutual aid responders. Of course, Cooper County Fire Department, our Fire Protection District, is the, were, they were the first ones there. They immediately called for backup uh, from uh, Jamestown and Prairie Home. And then Pilot Grove also showed up, and eventually about 13 local departments were on scene before they actually called for statewide mutual aid, which happened about 6.30 p.m., roughly about the same time they closed the uh, I-70 bridge. Right, and there's you said that there were things, as you dug deeper, that you had to write about. Can you share some of those with us? Well, there's really five different themes that are floating around in this book. The first one is just the rise and the atrophy of Wooldridge. You know, that that was a town that was close to 200 people in the 1940s. It had 
a couple general stores, a movie theater, and then it just declined. And, and by the 2020 census, it was down to 28 people. So that's kind of an ongoing theme in it. Uh, the second one is just the the volunteers of all these different fire departments and how volunteer fire departments operate, rural firefighters operate, mutual aid, how that all works. Um, then one of the more fascinating parts of this was this team of senior leaders that were, came together and they, and they just kind of happened to be nearby. Um, you know, the deputy director of SEMA lives 13 miles south, and he just showed up because his daughter called him. Um, and the fire mutual aid coordinator was at a barbecue in Midway um, right across the river, and he was watching the smoke cloud for a couple hours before he even got a phone call about it. Um, so that that's going on there. Uh, there's also the story of the second team that came in, and there were – wildland firefighters from U.S. Department of uh, Fish and Wildlife, and then also Missouri Department of Conservation that came in, and they paired with construction companies um, that donated, a, uh, you know, their, their crews and equipment to build fire breaks. Um, and we were not far from that fire jumping the I-70 bridge. Like, they were within several hundred yards. When you cross the I-70 bridge, Look to the south, you'll see a set, that first set of power lines. That's where they stopped it. Um, and the, the fifth theme that kind of rolls through the book is just the people that were living there. They were right on the edge of, you know, they, they were just barely making it. And this fire just pushed, pushed them over the edge. And they really did not get much support from anyone. And some people are still struggling today. Tim Scherer is a teacher and a writer from Mid-Missouri and has written the book. Tell us the name of your book again and, and, and how we can get it. Uh, it's Half the Town Burned, the Great Wildridge Fire of 2022. Uh, it'll be available on Lulu.com roughly about the 19th of October. Um, and I'm doing the launch of the book on the 22nd of October at 3 p.m., which is not a random time because the fire started roughly about 3.15 and so where do we get it again? Uh, Lulu.com. Oh, Lulu.com. Are you going to be selling it uh, locally in Missouri as well? Yeah, I have. Uh, I've, I've worked a distributor arrangement with downtown uh, Toy and Book in Jeff City and then also Taylor's Bait Shop in Boonville. And I'm working on someone for Columbia. Uh, I guess you self-published. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. That, that's okay. what I've done with my, my prior four books. And so folks can, if you missed this, you can listen back on our podcast, Show Me Today, to hear the details of where to find it. But it does resonate across Missouri because there are other areas that are like Wooldridge, right? Uh, State Rep Tim Taylor, who's a retired Columbia firefighter and was one of the key people involved, you know, as, as he says, there's a community like this in every county um, that that is struggling and has issues and I document a lot of that. The biggest problem Wildridge had before the fire were floods. And uh, the reason people are not rebuilding down there is because it's located in a floodplain. And to rebuild in the floodplain, you have to meet all sorts of codes. So really, there is no support network for what I call a micro-disaster. And that's a micro-disaster down there And that it doesn't really meet any requirements for governmental aid. 
yet it's still massive in terms of the damage and the consequences for those people involved. What are what are some of the other takeaways we have that as a teacher, you know, that we need people to to understand from what you've written about? Well, um, I, I think on the mutual aid side of firefighting, everything actually went as well as could be expected. Um, that the second wave of firefighters came in the process that the state had that state mutual aid fire coordinator Eric Hartman executed on that night worked and it worked very well. Um, the members of Cooper County, like the route, the, the, the residents of Cooper County were phenomenal. They did so many different things. Grice construction and then, uh, two other guys who are bulldozers transported them down there and started cutting fire breaks. Nobody, nobody ordered them to. Um, and they didn't get paid. They didn't ask to get paid to do it. They just started doing it. Um, so there were all sorts of stories about how that community came together. When the firefighters were working down in Wooldridge, cases of water just start showing up near the church. And food starts showing up in station number three. Uh, the, the Missouri River Tire that's located right at that exit stayed open all night to support the firefighters. So that's, that's, it, it's, it's really the process of how people can come together. I'm interested to hear and read your stories and your interviews and, and all the takeaways and all those great stories that in your new book, Half the Town Burned. Tim Shear, thank you for talking with us on, on Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri, and good luck with your book launch. Thank you. Thank you so much.